It is the Vantage Performance Podcast. I'm Phil Dobby, and this week, some lessons from Harvard on business transformation. Harsh Shah is a client director at Vantage Performance. He's recently returned from Harvard Business School with a lot of useful insights, including the story of the State Bank of India, a 200-year-old bank that's undergone a massive turnaround. Now, I must admit, Harsh, I think of a 200-year-old Indian bank. It's, to, to me, that sounds like it could be the epitome of bureaucracy. Uh, um, but look, they, it's a great turnaround story. They went from a market share that dropped from 35% to 15% uh, in the middle of uh, last decade, but they got it all back again. So what went wrong and how did they fix it? Uh, thanks, Phil. Um, the State Bank of India, as you said, um, it is uh, partly owned by the government and um, uh, for uh, a, a company that is partly owned by government, uh, going through a turnaround, uh, bureaucracy and the politics is one of the biggest issues. Mm. What happened with the bank was effectively uh, bank went through quite a bit of uh, um, acquisition of other banks uh, over a period of time. Um, bank lost its focus on uh, customer intimacy. Um, it became kind of a, you know on its own and arrogant um, just because of the size of it, and yeah. um, started to lose the, the customers, and especially the competition from the private banks that were uh, entering in India. Yeah, well, I mean, that's a story that uh, happens around the world, isn't it? You've got a an old incumbent who faces has a very old way of working, faces um, competition, uh, and starts to, you know, get, all of a sudden is presented with the real world. And uh, and that these are big ships to turn around, aren't they? I think the experience, if I can speak uh, of the ex-chairman who uh, was a visiting faculty in our uh, uh, Howard program. His name is uh, Mr. O.P. Putt. Um, I think uh, it was very clear that the experience of turning around SBI was, SBI was very similar to uh, turning around Titanic, to say the least. <laughs> well, that, down, that didn't happen, uh, unfortunately. But this, but, the, but this is the count. I mean, a lot of it seems to have come down to the charisma or the, the skill set of this one man. In, in my opinion, the, the lot of credit of the turnaround absolutely goes to uh, one man, which is Mr. Opi Bhatt. Um, he is an absolutely outstanding, authentic, courageous, and humble leader. Uh, very, very, uh, very, very hard to find in the in the corporate world nowadays. So, um, so there's an inter- inter- interesting choice of adjectives there. I guess. Uh, Authentic and courageous. I mean, it's and humble is important as well because uh, you don't want ego if you if if you're going to succeed. But uh, uh, authentic and courageous. That's how he's. I guess he's got to win the admiration of his troops, basically, hasn't he? Um, that was one of his key foundation of the transformation. Um, effectively, um, you know, for any transformation to be uh, from the grassroots, you have to have the, the hearts and the minds of the the people in the business to be really engaged. Um, in the new journey of the company, and and that was Mr. Part was extremely successful in being able to uh, transform, and um, his access for being able to transform such a huge army of 300,000 people was his um, commitment to people and his ability to listen, and and that is very different to the listening as what we normally use. He, uh, he was able to listen uh, uh, much more uh, deeper. Um, he was listening past the complaints and the, the issues uh, employees were sharing, and he was able to see past what was really going on behind the scene. 
in, in, in a nice way, I generally say he was able to deal with the director of the play rather than the actors of the play. Yeah. And in most of the businesses, um, they're going through change management or transformation. They try to deal with the actors of the play, which is generally the issue. Um, you have to really deal with the grassroots issues within the business. Yeah, and I guess, I mean, it's very easy, isn't it? If you've got an organization that's been heading in the wrong direction for some time and, and it's your job to try and change that, uh, you know, there, there would be a tendency for you to say, well, you know, I've, I've just got to get this done. There's a whole load of people who've been here for a long time. Uh, they're, they're part of the old school, the old way of thinking. Their opinion doesn't count for much because we've got to change. And that's, that is a really dangerous assumption to make because I'm sure a lot of these people uh, in the midst of the organization have realized the, the, the ability or the need for change and, and have some pretty constructive ideas about how that can be done. Absolutely. I mean, to put it into the perspective, um, in the history of the SBI, Mr. Butt was the very first chairman who actually visited branches. Mm. Now, that itself, in the context of the Indian culture, is a big, big shift. Um, He gave a very classic example, and I think this will really land with what we are communicating here, is... um, he was sitting with one of the Pyun. Now, uh, Pyun are considered to be, um, you know, uh, from the starting level rank within the Indian banks. And he would sit there for five or ten minutes and listen to the complaints or the issues that the that the employee was facing. And here it is, a, a chairman of a 300,000 employee bank in India, in one room, listening to uh, uh, complaints or the issues that an employee is dealing with, and after 10 minutes of going on about whatever issues they were dealing with, um, it, it just the transformation happens there and there when um, the employee gets that the Mr. Putt got in capital letters, and that's that's very different than listening even to the another uh, next stage of Mr. Putt really got where his world was, what he was going through, and by employee seeing that. The next chairman of the so the chairman of the bank got what he was going through. Um, his his issues would just disappear. Mm. Um, so he was able to basically become a, um, a real life um, walking um, example, walking transformation. He was able to complete issues from the past just by having communication and, and conversations with employees of the bank. And, and it wasn't just about listening, obviously. Um, he demonstrated um, what he promised and what he believed in, in his action, absolutely. Um, and, I mean, some of the, the steps he took uh, were quite courageous, as in one of the examples was uh, he, as soon as he started, he put a hold on a, a massive ERP, ERP implementation that was going on. Now, that is a very ballsy move, considering uh, the, the politics um, and and. and, and, and within the bank. And was that on the basis of having spoken to people that he saw? Absolutely. Right. So he saw that there were prob- there was problems with, I mean, obviously having a, an ERP implementation in its, in its own right is a good thing unless it's done badly, in which case it's a very bad thing. So he, so he obviously was getting the message from, uh, from the ground up that uh, they were going about it the wrong way. Exactly. And, and did this and, and did this filter through? I mean, I mean, because I can imagine that it was quite a hierarchical organisation, so he would have been literally turning it on its head with with his behaviour. Did that then filter through to to other managers across the organisation? Yeah, absolutely. And and he made sure that um, the transformation was not just at the top level senior management. 
um, they basically um, um, implemented a, a series of uh, communication and cl- uh, conclaves um, where um, you know people from the grassroots or the, from the, the bottom up um, were involved in the new feature of the business. Um, they were um, bought in, their hearts and minds were engaged um, in, in the turnaround journey of the bank. So it was across the board. Right. And the upshot of all of this was that they returned to where they were in terms of market share. They, they basically had a third of the market and they it, it sounds like they got that almost as quickly as they lost it. Got it back again almost as quickly as they lost it. Um, it took them almost five years to get it back. Mm. Um, um, however, um, I was listening to a couple of uh, interviews yesterday and um, effectively SBI has had, uh, in terms of many of their um, bank um, um, uh, measurements or, uh, or metrics that they use, SBI has uh, record, uh, hist- historical records in, in, in the history. Mm. So the transformation is, um, is not one-off. It is, um, you know, it's a sustainable transformation, and then that's the most important thing. Yeah, and it's interesting, isn't it? Because this is what a lot of people would call, you know, if you, if you say to people, oh, you've got to listen more, uh, you know, for a lot of a lot of managers, that would just be a bit touch and feely. It's one of those soft skills that people in HR do. But you know, I'm the top of the organisation. I've got to make the tough decisions. Uh, why why should I listen? But I mean, this is the the numbers speak for themselves here. That uh, that if you listen and uh, and and you act on, uh, on on what people are saying and listen and, and trust the people in your organisation, it's going to pay back enormously. Absolutely, and that's one thing that he said in the. In the in the program, very first thing he said was he believed in his people. Full stop. Mm. Yeah, he, he, he truly believed in his people. Well, you know, there's a lot of experience wrapped up in a 200-year-old company. That's for sure. You can't throw all of that, all of that away. Uh, very useful insights. Appreciate it, Harsh. I hope we we talk again soon on the uh, on the podcast. Thanks for coming on. Definitely. Thank you.